Hello, I'm Wayne Hiley, Managing Director and CEO of Peninsula Energy. Peninsula Energy has made the investment decision to restart our Lance projects located in Wyoming, the United States. Uh, we'll be a uranium producer starting in the first quarter of 2023. That's not too far away, Wayne. And then welcome back on the show. Um, and that's the bit I want to talk to you about. But first, let me pick you up on something. Didn't you tell me last time out you weren't going to go and raise some money and you're just going to raise $32 million? Matt, I don't think that's exactly what I said. Um, you know, <laughs> look, we have to uh, be careful in the words that we choose. We have to, to give ourselves a lot of options. But um, uh, no, uh, we weren't um, conveying that we didn't have to raise money. In fact, I think I was quite um, intent on on sharing that that's a possibility. But we have in uranium inventories, which we've kept. We have uh, the opportunity to fund through an equity raise. We did that. Um, we're excited about where we're headed, and we made the right decisions. Yeah, okay. I, I actually need the answer to that. And the only reason I say it, because it, it was kind of stated by a few people, and I was like, crikey, maybe he did. I'm, I'm unsure of that one. I actually went and listened to uh, the conversation, our last conversation twice at high speed. Uh, no, I think you, you, you did not make that false step. Misstep. Is that that's what uh, Hillary Clinton said? I, I misspoke. Um, look, anyway, look, I, I appreciate that. You, you got to lay out your options and I guess you'd be whacked on the back by the exchange if you did anything else. So um, let's move on to the, to the, I guess the important bit here is like you, ha you have gone through a process. It's 32 million bucks uh, placement to restart Lance, that's X costs, etc. And I know you're doing a share um, purchase plan, uh, which is an Australian thing as well, with another three million bucks. Why so much money then? How about that? It matches with what our uh, feasibility study, our definitive feasibility study in, in August projected that we would need to get um, the project transitioned to low pH um, so that we can operate using the best chemistry set for our project. And then to get us down the road to get the project up and running and, and to fund the new, uh, the development of a new well field. Our DFS, if you totaled up the transitional capital and the initial capital to get, um, uh, the stage one up and running uh, projected about twenty five million dollars u s um, and and that's that's uh, pretty close to what we're raising we're not quite raising twenty five we have other assets we have other ways to um, you know continue to fund but but the the capital raise size was really uh, matched to to what our uh, definitive feasibility study said we'd need to ramp up the project. So why not offload some of the inventory? You could have just over 15 million bucks worth of inventory at 50 bucks. So why not utilize some of that and reduce the dilution component? Well, look, you know, certainly the inventory has appreciated. Uh, you know, it was back in 18 months ago, we acquired that inventory for about $31 a pound. Uh, wish we'd have got more, uh, quite frankly, uh, because today it's valued at $50 a pound. But like our investors who believe in the uranium thesis, like, you know, we believe in the uranium thesis too. We believe that that in the course of, of the coming year, um, the, the opportunities uh, to sell this material into the spot market at even higher prices is going to exist. Today, the best source for equity or, or for cash to fund the restart of the project really was the equity market. We're preserving our the optionality that that inventory gives us. We're preserving the opportunity to utilize that at a more advantageous time in the, in the uranium market. 
Right. Okay. And I've got to say, here's what I've not spoken to you about this. I, 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 I don't like to give people a heads up on these sorts of things. So we had a chance to participate in the in the private placement. Your broker approached us. We said, okay, um, thank you for the for the information. But he his his words were, I'm not sure about um, this one because their their NPV is equal to their market cap. You need to believe in the thesis that uranium price will go up before you invest in it. That, that was the, their, their advice. Do you think, you're fully valued now, do you think that the, the price of um, uranium will rise and therefore you, know, you will sort of, I guess, be attributed some valuation near where you think it should be going forward? How quickly do you think you'll get there? Absolutely not on are we fully valued today. Um, the MPV of this company should not uh, be matching what the definitive feasibility study of the Lance Project said. Uh, the Lance Project is far more than just the Ross and Kendrick Project, which is the portion of the Lance Project that we did the definitive feasibility study on. If you believe that our MPV should match our uh, or should be equal to our market cap, then you're omitting the fact that we have a uranium inventory valued at $15 million. We have cash. We have an asset that's a production facility. We have well fields that are, that are ready to produce. And we have res uh, uh, um, inferred resources in the Barber area, 30 million pounds that, that have no value in the definitive feasibility study. Um, 30 million pounds of uranium resources attached to a project that's ready for production. What is the value of that? Uh, we're absolutely missing the mark if we say uh, your market cap should be your MPV of the, of the definitive feasibility study. Okay, fair enough. Talks about timing, right? Because you decided to go now, go early. What is the advantage of being the first sort of non non former producer? What's the advantage of going first? Isn't it safer to kind of wait and sort of see how it all plays out? You can talk about uh, you know starting the process of, of getting into production in Q one. Well, uh, first and foremost, um, you know we have a contract book. Um, and that, uh, that's always been our advantage, uh, is that our contract book has helped us fund our company over the last two years. If you look back from um, June of 2020 until now, uh, the only equity raise that, that we had done was the one that we used to purchase the uranium inventory. Uh, in the last annual report, with, you know, our, our uh, fiscal year is July through June. So in the last annual report, it, you know, the careful reader, reader will note that we did not go into the markets and raise money, but we ended up a million dollars higher in cash than we started the year. That's because of our contract book. But our contract book has obligations. Uh, we, in, uh, you know, we have an obligation to supply company-produced uranium into our contract book, and and that is going to happen in the in the latter half of um, 2023. So for us, absolutely important and and, uh, and nearly imperative that we prepare now for production so that we have inventory available to sell that was produced at our facilities later in 2023. The other advantage um, is really a marketing one. Uranium producers are the ones who who, who sign more contracts. Uh, 
if you looked at the markets over the years, it was the producers, the actual producers who were signing long-term comp long-term contracts with utilities because they want reliability and security of supply. Uh, if you're a reliable producer, um, meeting your obligations as, as Peninsula is looking ahead to do, um, then you will have more uh, market opportunities and, and you can name your price uh, more effectively in uranium contracting um, moving forward. Well, I guess the, in the game, is also going to get larger contracts um, would also help L larger contracts for longer periods of time with with more optionality on the on the upside for you. Um, okay, so okay, I, I, I get I get that um, you don't want to be a trader of such. You know, be buying in the market and selling the market and arbitraging that. You want to be producing it. But as a, as a U.S. producer, is there any advantage to that with U.S. utilities, given what the U.S. government is directing people to do? Right. Um, well, look, the U.S. government is is um, incentivizing the production of uh, high assay, uh, low enriched uranium, and and just low enriched uranium, and, and they want U.S. Um, um, enriched uranium. U.S. enriched uranium has to come from U.S. produced uranium in the first place. It goes through. You know, it's the uranium production goes through conversion and then enrichment. The only way for it to preserve that uh, and and hold that U.S. Um, uh, title at the end of the day is is that it starts with U.S. produced uranium. So there's a tremendous amount of of um, investment going into um, uh, revitalizing the U.S. Um, nuclear fuel uh, cycle. Um, entities, which is uranium production, uh, conversion, and enrichment. So it starts with uranium, and uh, being the first guys back in the production on the uranium side is going to is going to mean that we'll have you know really the front foot um, in in the door on any further discussions for uh, U.S. opportunities. Okay, and so remind me of the ramp up because the money side is very important. People have kind of looked at a big bunch of dilution, thirty-two million bucks plus costs, plus the three million, um, so what, say thirty-five million plus costs, uh, minus costs, <laughs> minus costs uh, is what you what you've done. That gets you into production. Is there any need for a future uh, raise in twenty twenty three, or are you good to go and you're starting to generate cash now? Um, you know, 2023, uh, we, we're going to have optionalities. Uh, I think there, there could be a call for additional cash in 2023. And, and this is where we might to, to expand the facility. Uh, today our facility okay. is, our facility is capable of producing about 800,000 pounds a year. And, and if the markets go the way we expect, then, then, um, you know, we should really bring the facility capacity up closer to the licensed uh, uh, approval uh, capacity, uh, you know, which maybe step towards 2 million pounds a year. We have a license that allows us to produce up to 3 million pounds a year. But there's there's some plant capital needs to expand the facility and additional well fields, which, we you know, it's it's uh, it's upfront capital uh, to get the project back or up to 2 million pounds a year. Uh, the first step is going to be to get it started, and then as as things progress, we'll look towards um, funding the expansion of our capacities. So, but, but I, talk, talk to me about the, what the optionality is there for you, because if you look, if I look back, right, you, you remove debt by raising equity, right? You bought pounds in the market by raising equity. You've done this raise, raising equity. 
you're going to be a producer in Q1, albeit small, and you need to ramp up, et cetera. And it's, like I say, it's only 800,000 pound uh, capacity really there, but with the optionality of maybe taking it to three if you get the investment. So the, on that, if you get investment bit is, don't give me the generic answer. Give, give me the give me the. How would you think about constructing that now? Because you will have more contracts in place above the ones you've already got. You will be a producer with some level of cash flow. You you, you got to kind of stop with the equity bit at some point. And become a well. You're right. Um, the project once producing is a much more financeable uh, project utilizing debt. Um, you know, I don't think the cost of debt is is in line uh, with with expectations if you're trying to utilize debt to start a facility back up. So this this raise needed to be out of the equity market. But the optionality for us, Matt, in the future is is uh, the debt markets um, utilizing our assets like our uranium inventory and or um, the equity markets. It really depends on what. Um, is most advantageous for our shareholders at that point in time. Okay, and I guess it depends on what sorts of contracts you think you can get, because moving from you know eight hundred thousand pounds to three million pounds ain't going to happen overnight. And the kind of capex components um, would, I, I, well, I suspect you'd want to do it in stages or phases. Well, yeah, certainly, and 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 it, it's just a systematic approach which we've always taken. Um, you know, let's get the project up and running. Let's get to eight hundred thousand pounds a year, and then let's start, um, you know, contracting for future years where where we're committed to delivering more than than the current plant capacity. Once you have the, you know, you have a million pounds a year or more of, of contract, which would really be about a doubling of our current contract book. Then, uh, then you can finance that, you know, through debt facilities, and and you can make a um, appropriate uh, investment decision in expanding your production capabilities. You're in at an interesting phase, uh, I think, for conventional mining. But uranium's a launch itself. But for conventional mining, you kind of get a re-rate going from developer to producer. I I, I suspect you would want to see something um, happen there. But do you think it will? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, I think this is the right time for the company, uh, for investors to look at us. Um, we are in, in the process of moving from, from development stage back into production. Um, and yeah, re-rate re- would be appropriate. Okay, okay. Well, like, I, it was short and sweet, really just to sort of talk about one, about the, the, the money raised, and more importantly, what you're going to be doing with it. And I, I think you've made your case for the fact that you will be the first producer off the, off the, off the rank so you say the first taxi off the rank on that on that front. So congratulations on that one. What what are the things that kind of concern you? Because you you've come from a sort of backdrop of having to sort things out technically when you walked into the company, which you feel you've done. So are there any other kind of technical issues that need need looking at, or all good? Well, thanks for asking that question. You know, over the last several years, that's all been the focus of, of Peninsula. And you can see it in every release and in every everything that we did. We were de-risking the project. Um, you know, back in 2015, 2016, when the project was first built and put into production, um, the production performance was, was less than satisfactory. Um, we recognized that uh, changing the process chemistry could be uh, and would be the solution to that to that uh, underperformance on uranium recovery. Uh, we went through a very lengthy process of technically de-risking, from laboratory tests to you know theoretical to uh, 
field applications. So today uh, we're ready to really confidently move out back into production. Uh, we know the potential of, of the low pH chemistry, the ability of it to recover uranium at a much higher rate and in a much shorter time. Um, you know, we're stepping into the, the resumption of production with, with a high degree of confidence uh, with our permits and our people in place. Um, you know, we've really addressed the risks as the as best we could. And and the last thing for us is to is to go into production and show the world uh, what this will do for us.